Hello. 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 Welcome to this, the Red Bulletin Podcast. I'm your host, Andreas Georges. We're talking to top performers in the worlds of adventure, culture, sports, innovation. And every other week, we give you a preview podcast. We kind of try and provide a little bit of context uh, for next week's guest. Next week's guest comes from the innovation space, comes from the tech space, and I actually went on the road last weekend. I went up to San Francisco, my hometown, the beautiful city by the bay, <laughs> also the the uh, ground zero for uh, Silicon Valley, ground zero for a lot of the tech and innovation that is affecting all of our lives in the digital space today. Uh, there was a podcast guest up there I wanted to catch. Uh, he was he was up in town for a little bit, an entrepreneur named David Batstone, who's looking at completely upending current corporate and business models to introduce a lot more social impact in them. Really interesting guy. I think, I think you'll like him. He's upcoming. But I also wanted to head up there to attend a tech conference. And now, I don't know how many of you out there attend conferences. I don't know how many of you out there attend tech conferences in particular. They're kind of as lame as you might imagine them to be. Uh, there's a lot of lanyards, a lot of hyper-focused conversation that uh, somehow always turns everything into a pitch. There's a lot of logos that are quite homogenized, very muted colors, very quirky still. Everyone's face down in a smartphone, stumbling around. It's, it's a really weird kind of bizarre networking environment uh, that feels a little bit forced. This conference, though, that I attended, it, it promised to be different. And as it was put on by next week's guest, I wanted to check it out. And this week, I wanted to give you a little taste of, well, of the moxie and the drive uh, this guy has uh, through a little story of how he built something out of nothing. So let's first off start with a name. It's called HustleCon. And a hustler in Silicon Valley parlance is someone who has no coding background, uh, but still fancies himself an entrepreneur and is, is starting a business. Our guests wanted to create a conference for hustlers specifically. He wanted a place where folks with no tech background who nevertheless had ideas, were working in startups already or had an idea to start their own startup, uh, could gather. He wanted it to be a concert-like vibe. He wanted uh, to hold it in places that typically served as music venues. But first, he needed speakers, and this is kind of where it begins. Um, this is where his genius comes in. Uh, most conference speakers are, are flow in, flown in from, from far off places. They're, they're put up and, and paid to appear. Uh, next week's guest couldn't do any of that. He was only 25 years old when he, when he launched the first HustleCon. He had started companies already, right? He, he sold hot dogs on the streets, hot dogs as big as a baby's arm, as, he, as, as was his pitch to people on the street. I don't know how many people you can convert with that pitch, but it's pretty pretty bold to say the least. <laughs> he had sold moonshine online uh, and he had turned down a job at Airbnb to start a roommate matching company that was eventually required. But what he didn't have was a network and he didn't have any sort of backers or investors. He did, however, read loads of books on copywriting and he knew how to turn a phrase. So he resorted to that, that standard of our modern digital communication email he would lob emails at potential speakers and gave himself a limit of seven emails without a response 
before moving on to the next candidate. His emails were short and sweet, but revealed the legwork that he'd done. He'd bring up jobs that the speaker had had years ago or some insight that he'd gleaned from a YouTube video of a previous presentation. He never got responses right off the bat, but through light persistence, you know, maybe the kind of persistence that you'd use to get a date, maybe, um, he slowly broke them down. Now, you have to know how to write in a way that walks that fine line between eager and, uh, shall we say, stalker. But by keeping it brief and friendly and totally optimistic, he struck the right note. And he was able to get CEOs of startup companies that had been valued at $10 million. He was able to find people who were on the come up who had learned lessons that they could impart to others who were trying to figure it out. In other words, he was building a community of like-minded individuals who were very clever, but just needed some direction. And once the speakers fell in line, he was able to sell tickets. He was able to get sponsors on board. And everything more or less uh, flowed smoothly from there. And incidentally, the reason I know about the strategy of his is that he's completely transparent about it. All, all you have to do is do a rudimentary search for how did I put on the first hustle con on the web, and you'll get a full list of exactly the steps he took, including screenshots of the emails that he sent speakers. In other words, everything he does is around the hustle. Uh, and so if you don't know about the hustle, then you should subscribe to the newsletter. Uh, it's how I began the journey that ended up with me inviting its founder on next week's podcast. Every day, the Hustle newsletter breaks down four interesting stories from the world of tech and, and business. They'll, of course, provide a short analysis on what Amazon buying Whole Foods means, but they'll also have a story on the price of phone calls from prison and the small number of companies active in that space or the faltering fortunes of Blue Apron, uh, a company that seems to support every podcast on earth, but uh, the one you're listening to right now, for some reason. <laughs> and the key to the hustle is the tone and the voice of it. It's clever, it's irreverent, and it's designed to help you make winning cocktail party conversation. After the first hustle con in 2014, our guests decided to make the newsletter the regular mode of communication to the group that attended, and now it's expanded to hundreds of thousands of subscribers. And from the 400 or so people that attended the first event, this year's conference had an announced attendance of 2,800 people, and it was held in the storied Paramount Theater in Oakland. There were more than a few quirks. Uh, the breakfast buffet was supplied by Costco. Uh, a snazzy onstage set with a couch and comfortable chair uh, was seldom used and made for some awkward positioning of speakers. But by the end of the day, uh, when the entire three-story lobby smelled of swilled IPA and was uh, bursting with the sound of networking, those quirks seemed to matter very little. Uh, founders and funders, marketers and programmers created this incredibly tangible electricity. It felt very hungry. It felt very passionate and, you know, a bit desperate, too. But what it didn't feel like was uncool. And that has a lot to do with next week's guest. Sam Parr saw a gap in the market and he wanted to fill it. And the things he didn't know, he taught himself. And he, and he goes into them in quite some specifics, actually, on next week's podcast. We had a good chat that veered from the value of the written word to cut through all the digital noise coming at you, as well as 
to some solid advice he has in starting your own hustle, your own business. It's a really, really worthwhile 40, 45 minutes of conversation. So I hope you tune in next week for Sam Parr of The Hustle. See you next time. (laughs) 